This is the APS China Quarterly, April 2021. China Consumer, The Value Hunt, by Chris Shi and Chai Haoxiang. Every day, millions of Chinese consumers enjoy a mind-boggling variety of shopping choices and exercise that choice with gusto. Rapid technological and logistical developments in China mean they can now buy anything they want, anytime, and anywhere they want. Whether you live in a sleepy Sichuan town or in a skyscraper in central Shanghai, whether you are a factory worker making CNY four thousand a month or a high-flying programmer making CNY fifty thousand a month, you see the same goods on the same apps. You can order within a few clicks. And the item is delivered within a day. Consumer companies used to painstakingly build distribution channels nationwide and spend heavily on television advertising to build awareness. Coming to market now is a lot easier once they figure out what consumers want. When an interesting product comes onto the market, it can spread like wildfire through WeChat, short video platforms. Or Little Red Book, an Instagram-like blogging app popular among Chinese women. Domestic Chinese brands, especially, are rising fast. When investing in China's burgeoning consumerism, this is a segment that international investors tend to overlook. Domestic brands offer quality goods at a reasonable price. They tap on innovative channels like live streaming to win over younger, cash-rich consumers in lower-tier cities. Some of these brands can even go global. This is where the money is, rather than the usual e-commerce and logistics suspects. Small town youth in the big time. Despite the choices they have, Chinese consumers do not spend blindly. New consumers in lower tier markets and many first tier city consumers are price sensitive. They pay close attention to the function. Quality and brand of products. There is also a growing group of consumers who prefer branded, customized, value-for-money products. This relentless search for value is not unlike how some investors hunt for a good stock. A subsegment of these consumers is known as quote, "small-town youth," university graduates born in the 1980s and 1990s who live in third to sixth-tier cities. Where there is a slower pace of life, as digital natives, they are frequent users of e-commerce apps and social media. Meanwhile, a lower cost of living and more free time on their hands make them a force to be reckoned with. A report by broker CICC noted that the effective monthly disposable income of someone with an average salary in a first-tier city is negative because of the high cost of rent. By contrast, those in third-tier cities can enjoy an average monthly disposable income of over CNY 2000. Riding on the strength of its unbeatable prices, e-commerce upstart Pinduoduo unleashed the spending power of the quote value-for-money demographic. It stunned its rivals by grabbing a 10% e-commerce market share by end 2019, two short years after coming to the market. During the quote, "Double Eleven Shopping Festival" in 2019, Pinduoduo sold more than 1,000 Chinese-made cars, 
with most buyers coming from third, fourth, and fifth tier cities. The Rise of Chinese Brands Younger generations of consumers have become more amenable to buying Chinese brands, a sharp contrast to the older generation who preferred foreign brands like Louis Vuitton or Adidas as a mark of quality, regarding Chinese brands as inferior or fake. In some categories of goods, such as red wine and cosmetics, consumers still have a clear preference for French brands. However, in other categories of goods like skincare and casual wear, consumers in lower-tier cities show a preference for Chinese brands over foreign ones. Based on the, quote, value-for-money logic, we have invested in companies like Shanghai Flyco Electrical Appliance, a dominant domestic electric shaver manufacturer whose brand has become well-recognized by a new generation of younger Chinese. These consumers are willing to pay a good price for quality, innovative products. Before 2020, Flyco electric shavers were mainly priced at CNY 100 and lower. In 2020, Flyco has introduced many products priced from CNY 169 to CNY 299. During the 011 shopping festival, sales grew by 35% year-on-year. Flyco is also poised to launch a new line of electric toothbrushes for Chinese consumers to choose from, expanding into a market hitherto dominated by foreign brands. By building up its reputation and offering value-for-money products, Flyco is aiming to achieve an electric toothbrush market share of 10-15% to within five years. Whether the consumption upgrade? Aided by the internet, consumption flourishes across all price segments. Of course, the continually swelling ranks of the middle class mean the Chinese will continue to demand higher-end goods. As U.S. think tank Brookings Institution put it in an October 2020 paper, China is experiencing, quote, the fastest expansion of the middle class the world has ever seen during a period when the global middle class is already expanding at a historically unprecedented rate, unquote. China's wealthier city dwellers numbered 850 million at end 2019. We might define as middle class what consultancy McKinsey classified as, quote, aspirant, upper aspirant, and mass affluent, earning an annual household disposable income of CNY 80,000 a year to CNY 300,000 a year which is USD 12,000 to USD 46,000. By this definition, 260 million households can be described as middle class in 2018, roughly corresponding to 630 million people. China's, quote, mass affluent class, thus defined as households earning CNY 200,000 to CNY 300,000 a year, is expected to swell sixfold from 26 million households in 2018 to 162 million households by 2030. Liu He, China Vice Premier and the man in charge of its economy, 
said there are 400 million middle-income Chinese forming the world's most promising market. In Beijing and Shanghai, China's two wealthiest cities, average personal disposable income has risen from CNY 29,000 a year in 2009. To CNY 49,000 a year in 2014, to CNY 74,000 in 2019. Higher incomes mean the Chinese can more easily upgrade their lifestyle, be it in their consumption of daily items like food and beverages, or through luxury goods like Tesla electric vehicles or fine liquor. Notably, these higher-end goods are also as likely to be made in China. Not just imported from abroad. Instead of buying a CNY two pack of instant noodles, consumers pay CNY twenty for a pack of chashu ramen from high-end online noodle maker Ramen Talk, complete with roasted pork, bamboo shoots, scallions, and semi-dry fresh noodles. Instead of spending CNY two point five on a bottle of iced red tea. Some pay CNY six for a bottle of quote zero fat, zero sugar, zero calorie peach sparkling water from Yuan Chi Sanlin, an up-and-coming drinks manufacturer experiencing explosive growth. Even rubbish bins can be upgraded from the plastic ones costing CNY five each to quote intelligent. Stainless steel ones costing CNY 100, which noiselessly slide open after a motion sensor is activated. Products costing thousands of yuan from Chinese companies regularly make an appearance on the show of popular live streamer Vaya, such as an education tablet by Hufei IT firm iFlyTech, a robot vacuum cleaner by Suzhou-based Ecovax Robotics. Or a sweater from casual wear brand Dazzle Fashion. Live streams are highly interactive spectacles, reminiscent of the TV infomercials of old, but with an immediacy that makes them exciting to participate in. Viewers watch with their mobile phones, leaving comments for all to see. Streamers reply to audience questions in real time, while introducing lucky draws, polls, and coupon giveaways. With special discounts that can only be snatched up during the show, items sell out within seconds. For many brands, it is a case of better late than never when it comes to harnessing these key opinion leaders. The sky is the limit. In April 2020, Vaya has even helped Wuhan-based Kasich Rocket Technology Company sell the right to send a commercial rocket to space for some CNY 40 million. Which is USD 6.1 million, with a CNY 5 million discount for live stream viewers. Investment implications. China's manufacturers and consumers are benefiting from the explosion of choice in marketplaces and delivery platforms. The e-commerce revolution is sweeping across every income segment and age bracket. It might also seem that the Chinese consumer space is also brimming with surefire investment opportunities. However, investors need to be discerning. Companies competing for the same consumer often engage in subsidy wars. Other than groceries, we have seen competition break out in household appliances, computers, and smartphones. 
We believe another wave of intense competition is coming to the e-commerce space. The landscape is becoming tougher for e-commerce incumbents due to two significant developments in the past year. New sales formats such as live streaming and community group buying, and new entrants. The total gross merchandise value, or GMV, of goods transacted over live streams was CNY $450 billion in 2019, accounting for 5% of China's total online retail sales, and is expected to more than double to hit the CNY $1 trillion mark in 2020. The live streaming scene, once dominated by Alibaba's Taobao Live, is rapidly evolving. In the past two years, hundreds of millions of users have flocked to short video platforms Douyin and Kuaishou to be entertained by various short skits created by amateurs as well as professionals. The two platforms are now focused on promoting their e-commerce and live streaming segments, promoting their own, quote, closed-loop shops for consumers to complete their transactions instead of through the existing e-commerce platforms. As the incumbent with the most to lose, Alibaba is fighting back. It revamped its live streaming app in mid-January 2021 to include a short video section. There, users can click on any part of a video to find similar goods to buy within Alibaba's digital economy. Other than live streaming, A rampant price war broke out in China's grocery sector at the end of 2020, attracting the attention and disapproval of Chinese regulators. With sales in apparel and consumer electronics slowing down, fast-moving consumer goods, groceries, and fresh food, with their relatively low e-commerce penetration of around 10%, are considered the final frontier of China's online shopping scene. Food delivery giant Meituan, ride-hailing giant Didi, and other internet giants all rushed to sell groceries in the second half of 2020. Incumbents like Xinxiang Yuxuan are forced to keep raising capital to stockpile ammunition for a long, money-burning fight. As competition intensifies, we believe the profitability of the majority of e-commerce players will come under more pressure. We already see some signs of this in the Q4 2020 results of all listed e-commerce companies. Although we have witnessed rapid growth in their top line, we are wary of business models which have little chance of yielding enough profits to justify their rich valuations. Instead, we believe investment gains will be made most in Chinese companies enjoying increasing brand equity, selling profitable, differentiated products. We have long been invested in industries with products that suit Chinese consumer tastes, such as baiju or white liquor. We also like brands that are moving up the value curve with higher price points, such as Zhongji's, quote, Chubang line of condiments. These industries have premiumization potential and are less threatened by foreign competition. In just a few years, The Chinese consumption scene has leapfrogged the traditional path of development we saw in its global counterparts. An advanced logistics backbone, along with the widespread adoption of technology, has given the Chinese consumer knowledge and power. A hundred thousand merchants are blooming. 
Consumers across every income level are presented with a plethora of choices unimaginable a few years ago. Chinese brands are rising to the occasion, with a significant rise in innovation and quality offered at a reasonable price. Ultimately, we intend to hold companies that will capitalize on China's path to becoming the largest economy in the world, a milestone we believe can be achieved as soon as 2025. Rather than chasing the flavor of the month, we want to identify China's future Coca-Colas, Procter & Gamble's, and Nestle's. We want to be positioned in future national champions today. Chris Shi is an investment director at APS Asset Management. He joined APS in 2008 and has 15 years of industry experience. He previously worked as an analyst at TX Investment Consulting and has a bachelor's degree in machinery from Yantai University and a master's degree in finance from Shanghai University. Chai Haoxiang joined APS Asset Management in February 2020 as Vice President Investments. He previously worked at Credit Suisse AG and Singapore Press Holdings. He graduated summa cum laude from Dartmouth College in 2009 with a Bachelor of Arts degree. He is a CFA charter holder.